0: Welcome to worship at Sewan Avenue Presbyterian Church on this Palm Sunday morning. We are glad that you have found your way to our sanctuary through Facebook Live or Spotify or our website. Thank you so much for worshiping with us, no matter where you are or who you are. You' are welcome here. It's a special morning here at Sewan Avenue. Uh, this is a morning where we are celebrating some families in the life of our congregation, specifically. Uh, Our five-year-olds or six-year-olds, those who have been working through what it means to worship here um, as a a growing child of God. uh, And our children's director, Nancy Nutter, will share more with you on that soon. But uh, we welcome in the sanctuary this morning um, James Bolowitz, Eleanor Finine, Emmy Urwood, and also Reed Claxton and Matthew Sontag were participants in this class as well. So welcome to each of you and to your older siblings and friends and family that are here also. Um, this evening, we're planning to have outdoor worship at five o'clock. Senior Steele Dewey is offering music along with Adrian Fulwinder. Last week we had a good crowd, it felt safe, and today there's a 50% chance of rain. So what I'd like to invite you all to do is to check your email later this afternoon we will let you know if we're forced to cancel. But if it drizzles and stops, then we're still gonna worship. Uh, If it just looks like it's gonna rain, we'll probably still worship. If it's dumping rain, we'll have to cancel. So we're excited, we hope it happens because we've been planning it for a while, but stay tuned, we'll tell you more later. Today marks the beginning of Holy Week. Uh, On Monday, Thursday, you'll have two opportunities uh, to worship with us here at Selwyn. At 530, we'll gather on Facebook Live for a traditional service with communion and tenebrae. At 630, you're invited to a short outdoor worship worship experience, socially distanced and masked. We will guide ourselves through the seven last words of Christ with communion and music. We hope you'll join us. Easter Sunday offers two services for worship, outdoor worship for all families and everyone with masks and socially distanced, um, will be about 40, 40 minutes. It will be traditional music and traditional worship except outside. And then at 10.30, we will have traditional sanctuary worship online. Also, there are still a few spots available. If you cannot attend the 8.30 service outside, um, there are a few spots available for sanctuary worship where we are inviting people who might struggle to be outside or to be online. So there is a registration for that and we do encourage vaccination, but uh, please look for that in our weekly email and sign up if that's something you're interested in. And now let us prepare our hearts to worship God.
1: me in the call to worship. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Tell the daughter of Zion, behold your king is coming to you. He is humble and he rides on a donkey. Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest.
2: Hosanna, loud, Hosanna. Hosanna in
1: young people that are here with me this morning, Emmy Yearwood, Eleanor Finan, and James Boletsey, have completed our class on worship readiness. This class goes over all the elements of worship, the Christian calendar, and the seasons, learning to pray and sing the doxology, remembering the Lord's Prayer, and learning about the sacraments. The children and their parents did a fabulous job learning over Zoom as we met weekly. Today, the children will participate along with our church family in the taking of communion. We are grateful for these families sharing their children with us. Thank you.
0: Our God is gracious and merciful and abounding in steadfast love. Therefore, we might have the confidence and the humility to approach God as we confess our sins before God and one another using the litany found either in your chat feed or in your bulletin. Let us pray together. O oh God, you know us well. We are quick to speak of faith, but slow to live it fully. We shout Hosanna as Jesus approaches, as did the people of Jerusalem many years ago. But we do not want him to come too close, not close enough to really see. And we pray together, oh God, you know us well. We are quick to claim faith in Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but like the throng who greeted his entry into Jerusalem, we are fickle, slow to live fully, and everywhere as faithful disciples. We know where we fail. And we pray together, O God, you know us well. We are quick to want the blessings of faithfulness, but like the 12 who spent the last week with him, we are slow to accept the pain and suffering of authentic Christ-like living. Forgive our weakness and fear. Amen. Friends, hear these words of assurance found in the book of Romans, chapter 8. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Friends, believe the good news of the gospel. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Amen.
3: Would you please pray with me? Guide us, O God, by your word and Holy Spirit, that in your light we may see light. In your truth find freedom, and in your will discover peace, through Christ our Lord. Amen. This morning, as we move into Holy Week, we continue with our preaching series, Walking with Jesus. We're working through the Gospel of Mark And this morning, we join Jesus and his disciples in chapter 11 as they prepare for Jesus' entry into Jerusalem. Let us now listen for a word from the Lord from Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. When they were approaching Jerusalem at Bethphage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Just say this. The Lord needs it and will send it back here immediately. They went away and found a colt near a door outside in the street. As they were untying it, some bystanders said to them, what are you doing untying that colt? They told them what Jesus had said and they allowed them to take it. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it and he sat on it. Many people then spread their cloaks on the road and others spread leafy branches that had been cut in the fields. Then those who went ahead and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming of our ancestor David. Hosanna in the highest heaven. Then he entered Jerusalem and went into the temple. And when he had looked around at everything, it was already late. He went out to Bethany with the 12. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Maybe it's just me, but for the past year, as we have preached and prayed and worshiped together in this space, I've always wondered what your smiles and your laughter look like at home. I'm sure you can imagine that there's been a lot of laughter as we've figured out all of this technology and how to worship together. And I like to imagine you at home, or in your cars, or on your walks, or on your front porches, wherever you've chosen to worship this past year, laughing and smiling alongside us as we've cracked jokes or as we've baptized playful children, when our youth have helped lead worship, and when our choirs have hit those familiar notes that take you back and remind you of sitting in this place. It's that kind of joy and smiles that I like to imagine when I look at you all through this camera this morning But today, it's a true blessing to have children in the sanctuary with us and to have them continue a long tradition that I so desperately missed last year. Watching them come down the center aisle waving palms, shouting Hosanna. I hope you all felt some of that joy too at home. The joy of watching palms wave is just a small example of the excitement that the crowd felt watching Jesus make his way into Jerusalem. We see in our text that excitement, and it was definitely in the air, you couldn't deny it. We remember that Palm Sunday is a time that we remember a day of celebrating, a day when travelers from all over came to the city of Jerusalem for the Passover festival. This festival would have created created quite a change in town. There would have been large numbers numbers of people, the rooms at the inn would be all booked up, Families would be passing in and out of the streets and market stalls collecting and preparing for the Passover meal. Excitement and joy were definitely buzzing and yet, it's hard for us to imagine that Jesus felt that same type of celebration. Mark's Gospels version of this story helps us see that this version rings differently. As we remember the beginning of Holy Week The church tends to focus on cheerful crowds and their reaction to Jesus's arrival. However, in the story, Mark spends most of his time telling us careful ways that Jesus prepared for the moment of his entrance into the city. Mark tells us how precisely Jesus planned the setup of the whole day. We hear about a particular village and where they might find an exceptional cult. Out of the 11 verses, six of them are all on preparation details. We hear the specific words that the disciples should say if they are to ask why they're taking a colt. We hear about where to bring it. We hear about the saddle. So many details. This moment was obviously pre-organized. And it's great as it feels to get caught up in joining our voices with the crowds shouting praise. It's okay to also feel a little uncomfortable today because we know what comes next. We know that it isn't good. We love the palm procession and the faces of children as they sing praises to God, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's part of our story, after all. But just around the corner is another part of our story, a part we cannot ignore and a part we cannot forget. This day of celebration stands on the threshold of a week that is surrounded with doubt and betrayal and suffering and grief. Mark shows us that Jesus wasn't organizing a parade, that he was organizing a protest of sorts. Jesus was planning and organizing because he knew what was unfolding on the other side of town, at the other gate into the city. Jesus planned his protest, his moment in the street, to directly contrast with the other parade in Jerusalem. And what other parade, you may ask? Well, there's a wonderful book that talks about it. Marcus Borg and John Dominic Cosson wrote an excellent book titled The Last Week. And this book is based off of Mark's rendition of The Passion Story. Marcus and John write that even though the scriptures do not record another parade happening that day, we know from historians that throughout the first century that Rome always staged an imperial march in Jerusalem at the same time as the significant Jewish festival of Passover. Passover was the religious festival that celebrated the Jewish people's liberation from their earlier Egyptian oppressors. So Rome's power always wanted to be present, you see. That time of year was important to show strength and discourage any ideas that people may have that they should wish for liberation again. So we can imagine that Rome was organizing its imperial parade to announce empire, political and military power, And all of that was happening at the same time that our Jesus was managing his two donkey fetchers. Historians help us to see that people would have gathered on the side of the road to watch big, strong war horses, soldiers, leather armor, weapons, and enter in a military parade. They'd hear marching and shouting, Most likely they'd be listening with fear to power. We know that Jesus planned a drastically different entrance into Jerusalem. Jesus didn't come in with armor or with weapons or on a war horse. Jesus entered on an unbroken donkey with cloaks as his saddle. Those who showed up for Jesus showed devotion They put cloaks in the street and they waved palm leaves shouting Hosanna, Hosanna, which means save now. People of all walks of life who had traveled near and far to celebrate Passover, all shouting together praise and cheering on their leader that they had waited so long for. And yet in the middle of cheering in the middle of blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. They were also shouting out, save now. Cheers of celebratory looks of joy on all faces. And yet the joy was mixed with a different reality, a desperate despair to be saved from the oppression of Rome. They wanted to experience the type of freedom they heard their ancestors talk about. Why did it feel so different now? Putting all of that together, the cheering and the devotion, the cries of save now, doesn't it sound a little bit familiar? In the midst of smiles and familiar traditions of waving palms, in the joy of our community slowly coming back together after a year apart, I still feel a deep longing for our world to be saved, to be made whole, don't you? I found myself yelling a type of Hosanna this past week as I got a text alert of an article titled Seven Mass Shootings in Seven Days. I see and hear our young people every day shouting Hosanna as they try to find God while marching in the streets. Trying to find God while they see in the news constant division and pain. Hosanna, Hosanna, save us now, save us, O oh God, from the violence and selfishness as we ignore our mental illness and the grip that it holds on our society. Save us, O oh God, from the us versus the them, the pain and the division that floods our news. Save us, O God, from illness and disease that we cannot understand nor explain. Save us from the grief and the pain that comes from suffering, or from watching a loved one suffer. And save us, O God, from the powers of racism that seep into all of our systems. Hear our prayers of Hosanna. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Friends, celebrating when we know the hard truth of what happens later this week is faithful. It's an acknowledgement that God who created us has a plan that is far greater than anything we could ever imagine. Think about those two unnamed disciples we heard about earlier in our story. Jesus asked them to go into town to find an unridden donkey, to untie it and to bring it to him. If someone asks why they're taking the donkey, he tells them how to respond. It's important for us to also remember that taking that donkey was most likely a violation of law. But they are to say, no, the Lord needs it and the Lord will return it. Being a donkey fetcher is not a desirable task, but the disciples do it anyway. They might not like it, but they don't question and they don't hesitate. Those disciples had no idea of the plans that Jesus had, the important role that that cult would later serve. The events of this coming week remind us that Jesus does save us. This week in all its messy pain and betrayal points to an empty tomb and shows us that God is making the world new through his suffering and through a love that we may never understand. But we can't skip this week. The protest and the pain and the betrayal have to happen in order for the stone to be rolled away. Our laughter and our joy as we wave our palms, that helps us remember that the parade crowd had no idea what was coming. They didn't know like we do. They had hope that Jesus was their savior but their scriptures didn't warn them about the sacrifice that would have to happen. The only one who knew was the one who was sitting on an unbroken colt, the one who had done all that he could do to prepare for this moment, and he prepared carefully, the one who heard the hosannas of his people and who knew that he was about to finish the work. Friends, Love rode to a protest on a donkey and love stood with his people as they shouted Hosanna, and love will lead us to the cross. Thanks be to God. Amen.
0: We hope you have set your table at home knowing that It is an extension of this table we ask that you come and find your place at this table come without answers come without knowing peace come without certainty but come find a place here come to this table as a child of God curious hopeful trusting this is Christ's table and you belong here as we turn here now to prayer if you hear we wave our palms and pray please respond with Hosanna save us let us pray together the streets were crowded oh God a parade mood filled the air shouts came from deep in the heart with gratitude for all we have endured with hope for all that will be repaired, with faith that you will not leave us alone and isolated by sin or illness or even death. We wave our palms and pray, Hosanna, save us. We have doubted, we have become complacent, we have forgone the patterns of worship and community that sustain our faith and orient our lives towards you. Save us from our lukewarm faith. We wave our palms and pray, Hosanna save us this year has been one of suffering and loss in an effort to buffer ourselves from overwhelming anxiety and grief we have turned our heads away from the numbers of those who have died not only by covid-19 but also those innocent victims who have recently been shot in atlanta and boulder and in many other cities save us from callous indifference we wave our palms and pray hosanna save us oh god we have high expectations we work hard within our relationships at school and our vocations and in our communities we are children who want to please our parents and we are parents who want to protect our children we are spouses and partners and neighbors and friends and sometimes we just fall short forgive us for our insecurities for disrespecting those we love the most and for assuming the worst instead of speaking honestly and humbly with one another. Save us from our own insecurities, inflexibilities, and unwillingness to forgive. We wave our palms and pray, Hosanna, save us. We gather at this table acknowledging we have enough, and yet the need propels our daily lives, the need that we, we need more, or the myth we need more, more status, more money, more accolades. We are ambitious, capable and obsessed with achievement. Save us from our greed and align our passion for achievement with the world's deepest needs that we might find abundance in sharing and letting go. We wave our palms and pray, Hosanna, save us. We want to help, we mean to reach out, we would like to follow through. Save us from lazy habits and faithless commitments. We wave our palms and pray. Hosanna, save us. Together here at this table, we are united in Christ. We are neither Greek nor Jew, black or white, red or blue. There is no us in them, and yet the world tells us we are foolish to believe this. The news tells us we must not, we should not, we cannot trust and love and live together as one body. Give us the courage to rise above the narrative of this world, and give us the audacity to choose the way of Christ. Help us to lay down our palms and pick up our crosses. Save us from soft mindedness and hard heartedness. We wave our palms and pray. Hosanna, save us. We cry from the depths of our hearts and the pit of our souls. And now we ask for your grace and your love to surround our community and each of our families as we gather here at this table. And we pray as your son taught us to pray Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory amen on the night of christ's arrest before that happened christ sat at a table with those who were closest to him, his disciples. And he took bread. And after giving thanks, he broke the bread. And he said, take, eat. This is my body broken for you. And in the same way, he took a cup. And after giving thanks, he said, this cup is a new covenant. It is my blood poured out for the forgiveness of your sins and whenever you drink from this cup, and whenever you eat this bread, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now as you partake in the Lord's Supper at home, I invite families who are here with us in the sanctuary to come forward for communion by intinction. Please keep social distance and feast on. Thank you. And now we pray in thanksgiving and celebration. Oh, holy God, there are no words to describe the mystery of this bread and this cup. There are no sighs too deep to reveal what we feel in sharing this feast with you. Thank you for gathering us together to remember that you are always present among us. Be with us now as we move out into the world with this presence among us. Amen.
1: during Lent, we are reminded of the times Jesus invited us to be with him. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavily laden. I will give you rest. Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you. Jesus offers rest and a place to serve and a place to live in Christ and with Christ. We have such great joy when we realize all that has been done for us and we can respond in grace and gratitude with our gifts. Please use our text to give number 704-734-9818 to share your offering. Mm
2: and blossoms gay are strewn this day in festive preparation where Jesus comes to wipe our tears away even now the throng to welcome him prepares doth give to each his rights while those in darkness find restored the Click. Cool. Cool.
1: of our to your faithfulness and grace may our pledge to stand by you in life and death be shown in what share in the world may this church be a regis in our love and bold in our exhibition of God's reign to the world we commit these gifts of our time talent and treasure to you so that we may continue to bear witness to your peace, love, and justice that our world so desperately needs. In Christ we pray. Amen. Amen.
3: so it begins. Through this week, from palm to passion, each moment that we walk through these days now with Jesus is a time to see people the way that Jesus sees us. To watch for the ones who need hope, who need kindness. To seek light and not darkness. And as you walk through these days, may the love you know now be what you spread with all that you meet. And may God, who now blesses and keeps you in love, whose face shines upon you with grace above, who looks on you with such joy and such favor, give you peace this day and forevermore. Amen.